Would you like to become a fascinating personality, break free from plateaus, and gain power over your mental resources and your full potential? You came to the right place. Welcome to a magical journey to yourself. This show is made in Germany. If you like the show, please subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or PureMindMagic.club. Welcome to Season 1, Shaping Your Reality. And here is your host, international magician, speaker, and book author, Victoria Mavis. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a new episode of the Pure Mind Magic Podcast. I'm happy that you are joining me with this episode. And this episode is brought to you by Bradley Charbonneau. He is an author of non-fiction books and fiction books, and his brand new book is called Audio for Authors, Audiobooks, podcasts, and dictation for fun and profit. He's helping you to turn your written book into a profitable audiobook. So make sure to check his book out on Amazon, Audio for Authors, as well as his website. I will put everything in the show notes. Speaking of authors, today's interview is with a best-selling author. He is originally from Germany and moved to Barcelona now. And the interview today is dedicated to a very special person of my own life that enriches my life in so many levels. So thanks for that, KR, and this interview is for you. Today on the show will be Mark Reclaw. He is a two times best selling author, author of the book 30 Days, all about to change your habits and become really successful. And my personal favorite, his book From Jobless to Amazon Bestseller. It is really incredible what he did. And he is also a very nice and highly inspirational guy. We had a great time doing this interview, especially for you all in English, while we are both native German speakers. Mark Reglau does now speaking events all around the world and helping people to make their dream come true and to start writing a book and self-publish it. So here's for you, best-selling author Mark Reglau. Hi, Mark, and welcome to the show. Hi, Victoria. Nice to be here. Great to talk to you. So it's always funny to talk with someone who's also speaking the native language German in English, what we are doing today. Yep, it's kind of strange, but it's also kind of fun. So I'm in Munich and I know you are close to Barcelona and I heard that you are in a very special place at the moment. Can you tell us about that? Yes, I am 20 kilometers north of Barcelona and I'm on my boat. I had a childhood dream. I always wanted to live on a boat. And then this year 
I had the opportunity. I got a good place in a port. I got a good boat. I said, okay, now I will do it. I'm going to live on a boat. So right now my, yes, my like really living place is a boat, houseboat. That is nice. That is really magical. You are like living a dream. So, Mark, how did you make that happen? You set a clear intention. Did you visualize it or how did it came true in the end? Yeah, it's a, this is a very funny story because uh, like 10 years ago, no, is it no five years ago, in 2013, when I did my coaching training, I mean, we know about um, the power of goal setting, about the power of, as you said, intentions the power of writing down and i wrote down my goals which is a very good exercise to start with from where do i want to be in 10 years what do i have to have done in five years to reach my 10 years goal what do i have to have done in one year to reach my five years goal so and the fun thing was on my 10 years goal it was really written i wanted to be an author i wanted to have one book i wanted to be quite let's say known coach And I wanted a car, a house, and a boat. And then with time, because sometimes also our goals adapt. So then once I heard the phrase that there are two, the two happiest days in the life of a boat owner is the day when he buys the boat and the day when he sells the boat. Because boats, normally they give you a lot of headaches. There's always something broken. So then I said, okay, maybe not the boat. But... Then last year again, it's exactly what you said. I was focusing on this dream. And when you focus on something, when you concentrate on something, suddenly you see it everywhere. So I was seeing a lot of opportunities of living off a boat, on a boat, buying a boat. And then I did it. And then I found again my list with the, with my goals from, from, from five years ago. And there it was again the boat. So I said, wow, one more goal reached out of these many goals. Yes, that is really a satisfying feeling when you see that you really made it happen, I think. And as you mentioned with the selective perception, then you suddenly see all these things and chances. And before we go into your life as best-selling author, can you tell us something about your personal story, how your life unfolded so far? Of course. Where shall I start? Well, okay, I, let's say my life was quite normal until, yeah, until four years ago. So I studied in Germany at the uh, college in Pforzheim. Then I found a job, which I didn't like so much, but I was, I, I did it for 10 years. And then things were going bad at my job and they had to, yeah, fire me. Let's say fire me. I had to, I had to go. There was no, I was the responsible of the, German market and there was not much happening anymore so I had to go that was okay and as I had the coaching training I said okay I have now two years because in Spain you get jobless money for two years I had savings because I was saving like 10% of my salary since five years before so I was okay I could maintain my lifestyle for two years and then I had this belief power of belief that if you do something for two years. If you work towards a goal for two years, you should be quite able to reach it. So I knew I have two years. And then I started studying more. I started uh, also studying about online marketing, about self-publishing. And I had an idea to write a book. So half a year into my jobless break, I started writing a book. 
30 days it's called and I published it with Amazon, self-published it, and then a long time nothing happened. And I thought, well, here's the book. It doesn't sell. But I started studying how to sell books. And then I got into a promotion in Amazon that was March 2015. I was already jobless for one and a half years. And then suddenly I had 38,000 downloads in a one day on Amazon. They were free, but they later turned into paid sold books so in this day changed my whole life wow that's really magical yeah. that was very magical i would really say one of the most magical moments of my life because i don't have kids so i always think wow this day this was really probably the best day of my life when i saw on the amazon you know you have like a dashboard where you can see your downloads and i just saw this line it was a green line going up very steep and i saw the numbers and then I read in books what will happen afterwards, that you will sell a lot of books, that you will become a bestseller. But of course, when it happens to you, you are like, hmm, let's see if it really starts happening. And then it, it started happening. And I just, just started selling books, 100, 200 books every day. And this was, yeah, this changed everything. This changed literally my life. Yes, I can imagine. So you made that happen. But I think there was also some preparation involved. So what was your mindset around that? Or what was your goal? Yeah, it's the good thing that you're asking that because this is one thing. I think the most important thing tomorrow I'm giving a, a conference here in Barcelona about abundance, about prosperity. And the number one point really is belief. Belief in yourself. Believe in your product because I have to say in the beginning when I said, okay, I'm going to write a book now and then I'm going to try to put it on Amazon and there are people who sell a lot of books on Amazon and I want to be one of them. Of course, everybody thought, oh no, oh my God, now he has gone completely crazy. Why doesn't he look for a job? So you have to be very strong there um, because people doubt you, but it doesn't matter. You, you have to believe in yourself. So that's the mindset. You have to believe in yourself. And then the second part of the question, of course, I didn't say, so now I'm going to write a bestseller. So I was really actually always concentrating on the next step that I have to do. So when the book was uploaded on Amazon and it didn't sell, what can I do to sell more? Then I studied that. And then when various tricks, various techniques of selling more didn't work, what, like this continuous research, what can I do? What can I do? And I can tell you, in January 2015, I sold eight books in a whole month. So that was really like the least. And that was literally a point when I said, okay, now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give up. I'm going to do something else. But out of my the books I read in my life, I also many times, many authors say when it's like, when you're most close to quitting, just hang in a little bit more. And then amazing things can happen. And this is actually what, what happened to me. I said, okay, well, give it one more try. And then that try worked out. Well, I like that. That's really a kind of a fairy tale, a little bit, but it's really a huge thing. So, and I'm going to ask you more about the book and the process to create it. But before we dive into that, I wanted to ask you about your morning rituals that transformed your life. Great point. No, because this is something 
I studied this and most of the su successful people do it. And it's, I mean, it's everywhere. You can find it everywhere. There's a book written about it, The Morning, The Miracle Morning from Hal Elrod, great book, which Hal, which he also did at research, successful people, but it's very fun because some successful people didn't do it. Then they read his book and they got even more successful. So I said, okay, this, there's something to it. I have to do this too. And as I had a lot of time when I was jobless or as a freelancer, I really started doing it. And that meant getting up at 5.36 in the morning. And then usually I take a little walk, 10 to 15 minutes, maybe 20. Then I do a little meditation, which can be five minutes. And meditation sounds very mystical. It can really be only sitting down and just concentrate on your breath and just concentrate on your breath. And then I usually do gratitude for five minutes. So I write out down three to five things I'm grateful for and really feel the gratitude. This is very important. This gratitude exercise is probably one of the most powerful exercises. And if you ask me, what did I do different between uh, selling eight books in January and selling thousands from April on, it was really the more gratitude. So what you do is you write down three things you are grateful for and you really, really feel this gratitude. And then you can also still another thing of the morning ritual would be planning your day. So if you can do all this, this is great. But even if you can do only one thing in the morning that I would do as a morning ritual, gratitude. It's even scientifically proven that if you do this gratitude exercise for four to six weeks, you are changing literally your brain. You're changing your brain to look for the positive in your surroundings because our brains are usually programmed to look for the danger, for, for problems because they have been programmed like this for thousands and thousands of years because 20,000 years of, ago, if you didn't have a problem, you were dead. You needed to, you couldn't lower your guard, but times have changed. So if we can manage to reprogram our brain with gratitude, uh, it has amazing benefits. So you see more opportunities, you get more optimistic, you get less headaches, you sleep better, less anxiety, less depression. A gratitude is the antidote to really, to literally like just bad emotions of envy, anger, also, yeah, sadness. So when I get, I get sad every now and then also, I'm not happy all the time, but when I get sad, when I notice it, then I'm, I notice also for myself, so it's time to do some gratitude and then I just look at my day at the last week. What can I be grateful for? And that's usually, um, brings you back on a positive state of mind, which is really very important because you know how important is attitude, mindset, as you already said. Yes, definitely. So, and I like your approach on that with this morning ritual, how you do it and the writing down. I think, as you said, with the gratitude, it sounds a little bit like a magic pill because it can do so much. And even on a neuroscience level, as you said, with the brain. And 
I saw on your website and you said you become sad sometimes. I think this is just a normal human thing with exactly. the, dealing with the negative emotions that are coming up. And on your website, you said when people work together with you, it's like you help them to get unstuck. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, it's like most of the time, I mean, like, same that I was stuck in a, in my work and I even actually also had a coach a year before I was fired, who was already preparing me, who was getting me unstuck because sometimes when you are alone, you just don't see it, you know, that you, that maybe a change of jobs or a change of, of relationships or a change of habits is the best thing you can do. And then also when your friends or your family, when they tell you that you don't, you, we are always a little bit more sensible with our friends and family because they are just so close to us. And then, With a coach, a coach has to be like a mirror, you know, and it's like, like really, you look at the situation, you come to the coach, and that's how I help people. They tell me their situation, and then we analyze and we figure out, first of all, what do they want in their life? Because many people don't are stuck because they don't want, they don't know what they want in life. And the problem is that it's very difficult to, to notice that by yourself. So I was stuck for a long time and I didn't even notice it. It was this, the famous comfort zone. So once, when you notice that you are stuck, then you can all read, you know, read books and do the exercises of the books and get unstuck or you work together with a coach. And then, as I said before, we do, we analyze, we check the goals. Where do you want to go? In what time? How would your ideal life look like? And then we work from week to week on your abilities, on your skills, how to get out of the rut. Also, you're, you're setting like small goals because the fun thing, the magic thing is sometimes we think we need to do huge stuff to change our life, to move on, have to set big goals. And actually, it's not like that. If you do something from today on a small change in your life, your life in one year will look completely different. It's the same when you are like on a boat and you're going and the compass needle, you, you change the course two degrees. There's nothing. But at the end, if it's a, a very long voyage, you, you, you end up in a totally different place. And that's also, so when you, every day do you do little things, chewable things, digestible things, things that don't overwhelm you and you give yourself the time. A year to year, because look at it, I'm talking here, but my process took four years. And the first one and a half years, it looked like nothing would happen. So it's like really, it's like if you're a farmer and you, you plant and nothing is happening, but you still go and give the plant water. And then after a while, the plant comes with goals, with your habits, with coaching. It's a, it's a bit like the same. Yes, that is a, a good picture, I think, what you said there. And a coach can really help, I think, to give you a new perspective that you yourself can't see. And I also found on your website something you call mindfulness exercise. What is that? This is an amazing exercise that my my NLP coach, Neuro Linguistic Programming Coach, She told me because 
she convinced me that when you are, I mean, mindfulness is being in the present. Yeah, it's like being totally in the moment. And when you are totally in the moment and concentrating on the moment, it's very difficult to be sad, worried, angry, because right in the moment, it's decent. Um, these feelings are not there. So this exercise is really that you just say, so you sit down somewhere, it's called five, four, three, two, one. And you just concentrate and say, I see, for example, me, I see now a yellow curtain. I see some glasses. I see some cups. I see my mobile phone. And when you do this, so you do this five, then you do five times something you hear. I hear a slight wind. I hear a slight noise in my headphones. I hear the the squeaking of the boat around me. And then what you feel, I feel my feet on the floor. I feel my trousers on my skin. I feel a slight wind going over my arms. So when you do this, so you do this five and then you do it four times, four times you feel, four times you see, four times you hear, three times, two times, once. And in all this time, you don't, if you always concentrate on what you see, what you hear, you don't have, um, capacity in your brain to concentrate on worries. You know what I mean? Yes. So this exercise is incredible. So my, my NLP coach, she really cured uh, even bipolar people with this exercise, not doing it once. Uh, it's like doing it every day for a half a year because it also, it's one of these exercises that, as you said, from neuroscience, they change the brain. They change the brain chemistry. So what it does for me, it's just that I get in total relax, relaxation. I've talked to people who are very anxious, who when they were doing this exercise, they also they got less, less anxiety. And the important thing is you can do this three, four, five times a day, and then very, also every day. And then, as I said before, after four weeks, six weeks, that's when you will see the big, the big changes. That sounds really good. So it reminds me about my time on stage because when I'm performing magic, it requires me being absolutely present in the moment and knowing exactly what I'm doing to controlling the whole attention of the audience. And uh, I feel very empowered in that moment. And I think it's the same when you do this mindfulness exercise and really being 100% in the moment at what you are doing as well as when you are talking to other people because I think they can feel when you are really present and not just sitting there and your mind is somewhere else totally i totally agree if you would see me now i was nodding with my head the whole time when you were when you were <laughs> talking because it's really like this yeah and the mindfulness the, all our power is in the in the present moment yeah and the solutions are in the present moment and it's a worry free moment because worries happen when we are not in the moment when we think about what we did yesterday or when, when we worry about the future and in the moment there are no worries it's a worry-free zone it's actually the happiness zone so happiness is also always found in the moment and when i'm coming back to this gratitude exercise it's the same it's it's also a mindfulness because you are in the moment living breathing and feeling this gratitude and this has only really positive benefits Yes, that is so true. 
So, Mark, you are a best-selling author, and I really love to talk to authors. And just this week, I came across that author equals authority. So I really like that. And uh, it said that when you write a book, you it it must be that you know something about what you are reading, uh, writing in this case, I mean. And you mentioned your book, 30 Days, Change Your Habits, Change Your Life. So this book is about changing your habits. But I found a book that seems to be almost more interesting, like when we look at making your dreams come true. And it's called From Jobless to Amazon Bestseller. Can you tell us about this book? Yeah, um, of course, happy to tell you about it. So the thing is, and this is, once you write a book, it's getting like an addiction because then you you have overcome all the limiting beliefs. Who am I to write a book? It takes a long time to write a book, all this, which is not really true. Those are limiting beliefs. And you can write a book. Why not? Look, it was the same for me. These doubts were like, who are you to write a book? And I was like, who am I not to write a book? So... When I finish 30 days, I all, you, and it will happen to you when you write a book, you already think about the next book. And I was thinking, oh, what is the next book? And then I had all my notes, all my study notes from everything. What did I do? How did I write 30 days? What did I do in the marketing to promote it? How do I publish on Amazon? How do you do a launch? I said, And I had all this. So I said, oh. Why not make this my second book? So From Jobless to Amazon Bestseller is kind of a guide of how to write, publish, promote your book to Amazon Bestseller status, but also to have your book because it's exactly what you said. It's unbelievable what good things a book can do for you. It's exactly what you said. Authority, um, yeah, nearly celebrity status maybe in your in your area, in your local You get a lot of credibility. You, for example, I raised my coaching fees. I do conferences now at prices that I couldn't even imagine three or four years ago. This is also work, but bit by bit you can like work your price up. And also, for example, when I wa want to do company training, I, I sent them my book and said, look, this is my book. Uh, if you think this is interesting for your employees, I can come and make a company training. So I was in Switzerland at, a, at UEFA. Already I did two uh, trainings. Those are the football people who do the Champions League and all that. And I do consult companies here. So that's also something what a, with a book where a book hel helps you a lot. Because I am, when I was jobless, I didn't have a network. I had not a lot of contacts. Yeah, I was really um, in a place where I said, woof, if I wouldn't have written 30 days in this book, wouldn't have had su such a success, I wouldn't know what would have happened with me because I, I have to say it was like just a jobless guy with close to nothing. Thanks to the book, now I have an email list of 10,000 people. I'm yeah, slightly let's say a little celebrity in Barcelona, people know me, people call me, invite me. So it's amazing what a book can do for you. So to wrap it up, Mark, you could say that writing your own book is kind of opening a magic door. 
Absolutely, absolutely. You can it can't be said better. Yeah, writing your own book is like opening up a magic door or a magic box, and things come out you can't even imagine. Good things, and I can only I tell people. I mean, I my my girlfriend. Natalia, she has now also written her second book because I told her all the time, write a book, write a book. You have so much knowledge because everybody has a, a story to tell. And for example, me, I also, my book was 30 days, was like a, yes, a recap of the books I read in the last 25 years and more. I was a person who read the books and then didn't do the exercises. And that's how my life was. Um, I still had bad relationships. I was in a bad job. I had no control. I didn't feel fully responsible for my life. Uh, I blamed other people for, for my life. And then when I was jobless, I started taking responsibility and I started doing the exercises. And when I started doing the exercises and saw the results and then writing 30 days, I was writing exactly from this mindset. I wanted to convince people, do the exercises. You don't have to do the 94 exercises of the book. Take two or three and do them for 30 days, for 60 days, for 90 days. Do them until you see positive change happening. And it's really incredible what happens once you do the exercises and what, what happens once you don't stop when things are well. Because that was also something I did. I did the, the few times I did the exercises was when I was really not in a good place. And then when I recovered, I stopped doing the exercises. So then, and then it was like a up and down, up and down. But when I said, okay, let's do the exercises. And when I'm in a very good place, I will keep on doing the exercises. This is when really amazing stuff happens when you have the momentum and everything. As we said before, the up and down stays, they are part of it. Still, you can get, have negative emotions and everything, but you get to a place where you're much more resilient where you recover faster from low blows from because those are going to happen. They belong to life. They make life. They are the spice of life. But you mm, recover faster and you live life maybe on a higher happiness level. The normal level, level of happiness is a bit higher than, than before. That sounds really good. So, Mark, what do you need to become a best-selling author? So what are the standards, the number to call yourself a best-seller author on Amazon? First of all, you need a very good book, <laughs> a quality book. Because Amazon people, because you are directly in contact with your readers, they will tell you what they don't like, they will tell you what you like. Second, to call yourself an Amazon best-seller, Amazon best-seller is quite easy because when you know what to do, when you know the magic tricks to do, you can become uh, an Amazon bestseller with quite less than 1,000 sales. Far less than 1,000 sales. But you have to know what to do. But that is, also, that is only the marketing. Then you can't, can call yourself Amazon bestseller. That's great. I didn't call myself a bestseller, I think, until I sold 8,000 books. That was, for me, something. It seems that how, nowadays, if you sell 8,000 or 10,000 books, This is already quite something for you. And also, my publisher called me a best-selling author. That was then, then I said, okay, now that's it. So 
how can you get a best-selling author? Well, selling hundreds of books on Amazon, but hundreds of books and then not selling anymore is also not, you know, then you have the title, but you there's no substance. As a writer, of course, you want to sell, keep on selling books. Second is when your publisher calls you a bestseller. Or third is if you, there are many people who call themselves bestseller and that's it. What, so I started with 8,000, but I have to say now I have over 60,000 books sold and over 120,000 readers, which got my book for free. So now I feel more com comfortable to, to call myself a best-selling author. I also I have the book now translated in Chinese, Japanese, Russian. So that feels a bit more like it. Wow. So you overcame your beliefs once more that you allow yourself now to call yourself a best-selling author, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, because I'm, I mean, yeah, it, it's all about the beliefs. It's all about the limiting belief. It's all about who we first have to believe it. And then also of your personal value system. I know people who have sold 400 books and call themselves Amazon best-selling authors. It's totally okay for them, not judging, but I wouldn't have the balls to do it. Yep. Yeah. But, you know, it's the marketing world also, also some, some detergents, washing powders don't wash whiter than others, and they say it. So it's also about your personal value. What will happen is that if you have a book, What you said in the beginning, you will get more authority. People can read your book. If it's a good book, they can see that you are an expert in your, in your subject because you know there are even, you can get people to write a book for you. For example, ghost writers, but that's also something where I said, no, I want to write it myself because I need to put my heart and my soul in it. It has to re be really like a love product. Yeah so that it can be successful. That was a belief. But yeah, in this, ca in this case, for me, the, this was important. Yeah, so it really comes down to beliefs and everyone is unique. So, exactly. uh, Mark, you are kind of focused on the non-fiction books. And what would you recommend if someone really has the dream to start a book, to write a book, what would be the first step to get the process rolling? I think the first step to get the process rolling would be to read, for example, my book from Jobless to Amazon bestseller, because I really also focused this book on readers. I mean, this book is written from the mindset everybody can write a book. Who are you to write a book? Who are you not to write a book? You can do it. And then I give the tips how to overcome the obstacles, the limiting beliefs, how to write, because many people also have the wrong approach. They sit down in front of a white paper and think, so now when I'm inspired, words will start to flow, and that is really not like the pros do it. So the real writers with many books, they really sit down every day for half an hour, for an hour, for two hours, and they write also when they are not inspired. And it's more about the habits. There we come back to the habits. So... Um, if you want to write a book, you don't write a book. You write 200 words a day during half a year, and then you have a book. So in all kind of these tricks, I share everything in my book from Jobless to Amazon Bestseller so that they can uh, yeah, adopt their mindset and see 
it's possible. Then I'm also now working on an online course, uh, also like is write your bestseller, which is because it's also the basis is the book. And then it's like a video course with some more tricks and also with more things that I learned in the last two years because the world in Amazon is moving very fast. Amazon adapts their, their algorithm, their programs very quickly. So you have to be constant. You are constantly learning. I also put everything of that in the, in the course. Also, you know, uh, ads that work ads that don't work. I spend a lot of money on ads that didn't work. So the people who buy my course don't have to do the same mistakes. They can learn from my mistakes. That is always good. So when do you think is your course available and uh, what exactly is it like uh, videos? Exactly. The, so the course, I think it should be done, let's say in four weeks at the end of July. And it's like a video presentation with small chapters. Let's, let me see. I can maybe show you, tell you already here. So for example, there's a two intro videos who work more about the mind, mindset. Then there's um, also a module, what to have in an account before writing. Um, also how to outline a book, the chapters, the title, how do you find a good title? The cover, how to design a good cover or get it designed and all this stuff. What do you have to do? Pricing your book. What have you to do before uploading? And I also put videos in how you really actually step by step upload your book on Amazon or how you can find an editor and proofreader. So, yeah, I think it's quite complete and it's quite compact. Also, I think it will be around three hours so that it will really in three hours you have everything you need. Two, from zero to go from zero to author and with a little bit of magic even to best-selling author oh i like that that is really a good approach and i think you can inspire a lot of people with that so i want you to ask about a book recommendation you can give maybe so you mentioned the miracle morning before anything that really helped you maybe in the time you yourself felt kind of stuck before everything changed in your life from one day to another Woo! yep that's now a little bit more difficult because those books i have all in the suitcases uh, not in the suitcases in my in the cupboard what i always now recommend lately is a book um The Happiness Advantage from Sean Aker, which is a book that has all really the scientific, um, all the neuroscience scientific proofs that really our, our thoughts create our reality, uh, or our beliefs create our reality. How this, yeah, what you have said before, how our brain works, the selective perception and all this. So what was maybe 25 years ago in the esoteric department? also with the seeker and everything, many, many, many of those things are now scientifically proven, which is absolutely mind-boggling, I would say. And Sean Aker is a pioneer on that. So his book, The Happiness Advantage, was really one of the best books I've, written in the I've, I've read in the last 20 years. So that's a recommendation. Now I see another one to the 
Um, this one I didn't have when I wasn't doing so well, but this is just amazing. It's about gratitude. It's called Gratitude Works from Robert A. Emmons. And Robert A. Emmons has studied the benefits of, of gratitude in people. And this is also mind-boggling stuff about really that sometimes when people come to me who are who don't have the money to to afford a coach and are at a really bad place i really most of the times the first thing i offer them i say do gratitude do gratitude for four weeks how i explained it feeling it buy a book buy this book of mr emmons and then really Huge changes can happen only through gratitude. That's the amazing thing. Wow, that sounds really good, Mark. So because I think you inspired so many of the listeners, what would be the best way to connect with you personally, to get you as a coach, to buy your books, or just to find out more about your personality? Well, I'm happy always to get emails to Mark with a C, at markrecloud.com. Uh, my books are on Amazon, so it's really, so there, there's there's only one Mark Recklau. That's the fun thing, so only one Mark Recklau with a C. So if you put my name in Google, I come up everywhere. If you uh, put Mark Re markrecklau.com, you get on my webpage. If you put Mark Recklau or 30 days in Amazon, I think I also come up first, so... If you want to find me, you find me everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> That is good. So you really made it, we could say. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, the, I'm lucky that there's only one with my name. If I would call, would be Thomas Müller or Heinz Meyer, it wouldn't be so easy. <laughs> yeah. But there's only one Mark Recklow. <laughs> right. So, uh, Mark, any last words, maybe a great quote you found along the way you would like to share for the end of the interview? First thing that came to mind now, because I have many, many favorite quote, quotes, but the one that helped me most when I was just before giving up and looking for a job, or because this happens all the time, even now, you know, not even now I sometimes have moments when I think, wow, pff, why not just do something else? There's one great phrase from Thomas Edison, the inventor, the American inventor who says, Uh, the best way to succeed is always to try one more time. This usually gets me out of my slumps. I always think when something doesn't work, I always think of Edison and say, okay, one more time, one more time, one more time. And then if you always try one more time, at the end you will succeed. Yes, this one more time then can be the magic key that opens the door. That's it, yeah, it's like... Uh, Paulo Coelho says it. Most of the time, it's the last key on the keychain that opens the door. Yeah. Yeah. Nice picture. So fantastic, Mark. That was a great pleasure having you today on the show with so much knowledge and inspiration and all about how to become a best-selling author. So I would love to bring you back on the show one day. I'm happy whenever you want. Very you, good. Yep. Looking forward to it already. Thanks. So, Mark, then have a magical day on your boat in Barcelona and uh, until soon. Until soon.
Bye. Victoria, bye. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you had some great insights today with Mark Ricklow. Check out the show notes. I will put in all the links to his website as well as to his books. Mark really motivated me to start a new book project in self-publishing because I got my book already published with a big publisher in Germany. But now I'm on my way to publish my first podcasting book under my real name that would be JSR and it is called How Podcasting Can Change Your Life. You will also find a link to that. It will be out in September. So Check out, maybe this is something for you that inspires you to start your own podcast or start your podcast and write your book with the inspiration of Mark today. You remember I mentioned in the beginning the amazing Bradley Jabuno with his new book, Audio for Authors, and I decided to bring him in as a guest so you can learn more about him. And this will be the interview next Friday, all about audiobooks and continuing the writing process and what else you can do when you already have written your book. So tune in again next Friday for this interview. Until next time, create some magic.